if you're ch- telling them how to pick careers with purposeful intention mm-hmm. what if people like decide to quit their job and like yeah. go find a career that's purposeful to them but the whole point of providing the tools is that the messaging behind that is that you can actually find purpose and fulfillment within your career as well yes that's a really good point you raised because i think as an employer myself there is an element of risk you take with hiring people right you invest all this time and money and energy into them to grow them for a good chance for them to turn around and leave you one day and like of course they're allowed to do that it's their life it's their career freedom of choice that's it freedom of choice whatever you want to call it like that's something that all employers I know feel and you know sometimes people are scared to invest in people but I guess and similarly with the the purpose project is you're really kind of encouraging people to find purpose within their career and Mm. look there is a chance that they might pack up and bugger off and go elsewhere one day but hey that I guess that's life and those are risks that we take with anything there's always risk yeah no I love that Welcome to the Marketing Mentors Podcast brought to you by Red Pandas Digital. My name's Tasha and today I'm joined by a very special guest, Elena, and now I'm not going to butcher it, Melnikova. How does that sound? Pretty good. Oh yeah, I did it. I'm so proud of myself. All right. Anyway, uh, so Elena is one of our digital marketing consultants here at Red Pandas or DMCs, also interchangeable with project manager, account coordinator, account manager, any, basically Elena's got a bunch of clients here at Red Pandas that she arranges all, all of their retainer services for, and she does a fantastic job at that. Elena's been with us for, (laughs) that's a nice one. (laughs) She's been with us for just over a year or just on a year, I think. Feels like a lot longer, I must say. Um, And I'm really excited to have you on today to talk about some of the stuff that you do within the business, but also outside of the business. Elena, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's I feel an like honor. Yeah, you're welcome. I feel like it's been a while that we've been talking about getting you on here. And this is our last recording for the year. So I said to Elena, look, no pressure, but it's the season finale. So it has to be the best one yet. But yeah, exactly. Fireworks. No, look, very excited. Very excited to talk about some of the stuff that you do, like I said, in the company. And then probably more so some of the stuff you do outside of Red Pandas, which is really inspirational. So with that said, we might start with. Um, a little bit more about, you know, yourself in terms of what you do outside of work. So in reference to the Purpose Project and the pillar work that you work on. Cool. So um, I am the head of marketing at the Purpose Project and I just also became the director there. Oh, So co-directing with four other people. So we launched the Purpose Project um, in, well, Ari and Suraj launched the Purpose Project in end of 2019, right Mm -hmm. before COVID hit. And then uh, I got introduced to them through a friend. She knew I was doing a very similar startup. And essentially, I kind of bothered them to the point that I was like, I really want to help you guys. I'm doing such a similar thing. Um, I want to come on board and just help you guys rather than trying to do this on my own. Um, I never found anyone as passionate about the same topic, essentially, All right, and well, doing tell the same me thing. More. What is the Purpose Project? What is that passion, that project that you uh, that you have? So the Purpose Project's aim and mission, essentially, is to help young people and now also people in their careers as well figure out what the career paths that they want to do are, and finding purpose within work and fulfillment, whether it's within the job that they have right now or a future career path. Yeah, I love that. So what do you personally get out of working with these people at the Purpose? Sorry. Is that Purpose? purpose? It is Purpose Project. What's Pillar? 
Pillar is a student-led organization that is essentially all students. Mm -hmm. So at different stages in their uh, degrees and they do marketing for good. So pretty much what they do is they help, they're a non-for-profit or they're trying to get the non-for-profit status, um, helping other charities and Mm non-for-profits with their marketing. So they take on around 20 projects per cycle which is twice a year um, and there's two students assigned to each project they're like project managers project leaders essentially kind of like what I do with our clients yep. um, and they run the project they talk to the client they do what like they have three objectives much like I have KFAs and milestones mm-hmm. for our clients they have that with their client as well um, and they do that over 10 weeks and then they provide the deliverables Okay, awesome. So now that I've clearly defined, or you have, sorry, pillar and then purpose, let's go back to what you personally get out of the purpose project and your role there, obviously as marketing director and now, you know, newly one of the directors. What do you what do you get out of that personally, Elena? The main thing I get out of it is I've always wanted to help people. At first I thought that would be through medicine. Yeah. Um And then I realized there are so many other ways to help people. Like in high school, I actually started a similar startup um, because I was really lost, essentially trying to figure out what career path to do. Like um, the career advisors at school were really unhelpful. I can can relate to that one. (laughs) They were like, you have good grades, just become a doctor. And I was like cool great advice yeah, or if you're if you're interested in the performing arts and yeah. you tell them you're going to become an actress they basically tell you that's not a real job and then to move on well that was my experience let's just say that essentially and usually <laughs> the career advisor is also just a teacher for another subject exactly like our career advisor was a pdhp teacher. Was economics yep well right anyway <laughs> so i wanted to have like pretty much build a service to give the tools necessary to kind of make your way through to figure out what your career path is. Because no one can essentially tell you what you can do. No one can figure it out for you. Mm -hmm. You need to figure it out. But the thing is you need the tools to get there. And there's a lot of pressure, I think, put on young people. Um, And I definitely know I felt it, you know, geez, 10 plus years ago when I was in high school. But I know it's only probably getting more and more. You know, people are growing up quicker these days. I see You see it in kids around us and, like, let alone that next generation People are, you know, there is a lot of pressure on, you know, perform well, pick the course or the, you know, the path that you need to do forever type of thing. So, no, I really like that you have that connection with with these. Uh, now, is this just high school students? Is it uni students? Is it both? What What's the gap there or the age um, you, you're working with? So with Purpose Project for the last, what is it now, three years, uh, it's been with high school students from year nines to twelve. Um, year nine is slightly sometimes too young, depending on like the school and the, the group itself, really. Yep. Um, and sometimes year 12 is too late. So like our sweet spots, year 10 and 11, that's when they're the most like ripe for the choosing of like yep. what they're figuring out. Like that will help them with subject selection as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but we've definitely trialed in universities as well mm-hmm. it's really hard to get into universities yeah okay um and then we've recently started to expand into the corporate world as well um some people have definitely asked me like well if people are choosing career like if you're cho- telling them how to pick careers with 
purposeful intention mm. what if people like decide to quit their job and like yeah. go find a career that's purposeful to them but the whole point of providing the tools is that the messaging behind that is that you can actually find purpose and fulfillment within your career as well yes yeah I love that that that's a really good point you raised because I think as a as an employer myself so I'm looking for like looking for people to you know we're, we're hiring for a copywriter right now you know mm. you there is an element of risk you take with hiring people right you invest all this time and money and energy into them to grow them for a good chance for them to turn around and leave you one day and like that's that's in their remit their the responsibilities that uh what's the word I'm looking for like of course they're allowed to do that it's their life it's their career freedom of choice that's it freedom of choice whatever you want to call it like that's something that all employers I know feel and you know sometimes people are scared to invest in people but I guess and similarly with the the purpose project is you're really kind of encouraging people to find purpose within their career and Mm. look there is a chance that they might pack up and bugger off and go elsewhere one day. But, hey, that, I guess that's life and those that are risks life. that we take. With anything, there's always anything. risk. Yeah, no, I love that. So obviously there's a lot of stuff that you do that's, you know, like you mentioned, non-for-profit before or there's some things that you don't get paid for. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of clearly passion and, like, your voluntary time put into it. What do you um, – why do you think it's so important that you're giving back? Honestly, when I moved here, um, I'm originally from – Ukraine so I moved here when I was around eight years old um I was kind of on my own like just you go and figure it out like my stepdad never like ended up finishing high school here my mom didn't go high school or university really like she did some high school back in Ukraine but they never received a higher education and also my mom was learning English when I moved here so when it came to education and studying like I was on my own for that journey yeah um as much as they wish they could have helped me um yeah they 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 really couldn't couldn't. uh and they did like put a lot of pressure on me that it was the expectation that I'd be the first in the family to get a high education yeah uh but I realized with time like I wanted to be that like big sister for someone else um when I didn't get the chance to have that for my own yeah um I don't know where that came from. I thought yeah. I think I just really wish someone was there to give me like some kind of tools to yeah. guide me where to go. Uh so I just want to make someone else's life easier. Yeah. Even if it's I touch one person, that's all that really matters to yeah, me. Yeah, and that that's so nice to hear, Lynn. Like Moby often says, um, tension forebodes the breakthrough or the tension mm-hmm. comes first and then the breakthrough's there. So you clearly were experiencing some tension at a young age where it was like, I don't have that support, I don't have that community of that sense of belonging with someone that can help me, guide me through where I need to go. And so now you're wanting to give back in that sense. And I, re- I really like that, I admire that. I think it's really, really lovely. Um, if only the world was full of more Elenas, we'd be much happier place. <laughs> Um, All right, awesome. So I think, you know, we've talked about what it does for you personally. How do you think some of the skills and the things that you're working on with, um, you know, with the Pillar and the Purpose Projects are transferring into your professional life here at Red Pandas? I feel like there's honestly a lot of areas um, and I think there's a lot of areas that 
I didn't realize for a really long time, and there's probably will be more areas that I don't realize of now. Um, one of the areas is probably just you have such limited resources. Mm -hmm. Like you pretty much have yourself and whoever's around you. Like you largely have a small team, particularly with like purpose projects. So you all need to be multi-skilled, multi-versatile, um, and just be generalists essentially. Um, and figure it out on your own as much as you can, like with online resources, talking to people uh, to be able to do things. So I think that really made me like a go-getter. Yeah. Just made me really driven to figure things out on my own. Yep. Um, leadership came later. Um, I have interns at the Purpose Project mm -hmm. uh, probably since the early stages of this year. Um, that was a very different challenge for me and a new skill to learn. Mm -hmm. And with the Pillar Initiative, I think doing the partnership role that I did there, the I was a partnership director there for a while, uh, was essentially working in a collaborative space where you're all, you all have very limited resources, mm -hmm. but you can use your networks to essentially find mentors and help these students and also figure out skills on how you can help these organizations and find creative ways with the limited resources that you have. Yeah. So I think that's really informed me in my role here to be able to find the solutions yeah. on the limited resources before I have to take different steps. Yeah, problem solving. It's a big, big reason why we hired you. I remember, I remember when we were interviewing you and I remember thinking like this girl knows how to solve a problem. And it's actually something that you don't see a lot in this upcoming generation of professionals. They haven't had to solve problems for themselves. So there's been a lot of guidance for, um, you know, people in general. But I do remember, I strongly recall saying the multi things that you do and multi hats you know, faceted hats that you wear in the different roles have forced you to figure out how to solve problems on your own. And that is exactly what agency life is like. And even though, yes, you have resources, you have the support of the team around you, you know, one of our key, um, uh, what do you call them, values here is autonomy and being autonomous in your role. And it's something that, you know, you display day in and day out and it's clear where that's come from that, um, obviously part of your you know, upbringing and not having the support that you needed as much as it was hard for you, it's built this resilience. Mm -hmm. So now you're giving back so that others don't have to feel that way, but you're also using that as a problem solving, um, you know, tactic. I love it. Yeah. I mean, how can you really brief someone or guide someone on how to do something if you don't know how to do it yourself? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you right? can try. It doesn't work. <laughs> no, it really <laughs> doesn't. when you get a shit outcome, you're like, oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> if you know how to do something first, you're more easily able to yeah. guide someone on how to do it. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And I think no matter how independent, resilient or problem solver you are, you know, we are a team and we work together as a team. And that's something that, you know, when you haven't had before, it's a new feeling. Definitely. And yeah. And, you know, we're all learning together. We're all learning every day together. You know, another thing that Moby says, win or learn. So there's no losses, we're just learning. So we're winning and we're learning, which yeah, is awesome. I love learning from everyone in this team. Yeah. It's oh. such a pleasure to grow with such like-minded people who also love learning. Yeah, that's nice, Alela. Not crying, you're crying. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's awesome. All right, so I do have some other, just a couple of questions. Um, like I was saying before, you know, you've got a lot on your plate, you know, professionally, uh, personally. Um, 
what's some advice or some tips you could give to, you know, the upcoming generation that are, you know, passionate, eager, keen, and might be taking on potentially too much or finding that balance between what is too much and what's just enough? I think you live and you learn, to be honest. Like I had to walk away from the Pillar Initiative when I had to take on some more responsibility at the Purpose Project. Um, in Obviously, tr- I took on the internship program. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really need to see where your time is going and mm. whether that aligns with the values that you're living day to day and seeing what's not important anymore in your life, just constantly reevaluating yep. what is important in that moment and what isn't. And if something's not important anymore, having the capacity mentally to allow yourself to let go. Yeah. Sometimes it's really hard. And emotionally. Yeah. I think, yeah, I can imagine that decision for you wouldn't have been an easy one because you're clearly passionate about the things that you're doing outside of work but you knew something had to give. That that tension um, was there and then the breakthrough occurred. Yeah. Um, balancing things, you, you need to remember to look after yourself mm, still. Yes. You do, Lena. <laughs> look after yourself, Lena. And that is a very hard worker for everyone listening. She's an extremely hard worker, which is your strength, and, and your weakness. weakness because you get to a point where, you know, you work so hard you make yourself sick. <laughs> and that's not just from us. We don't push her that hard. Everyone calm down. We're not taskmasters. But, no, you, I, I totally agree. I hope you're listening to the advice that you're giving us as well. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? What do you do then to find that balance? What do you do to relax, unwind, make sure your 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 mind is being looked after as well? I check in with myself. My main thing that I need to remind myself to do is to go back to the habits that I've established work for me. It took me a really long time to figure out the habits that work for me, and it wasn't the ones that I thought would. (laughs) Um, I always gave shit um, to habits like yoga and meditation because I thought it was really heavy. Um, But I learned don't diss what you haven't tried yet. Mm -hmm. And my rule is always that I give something a shot at least three times or for a period of at least two weeks. And if it's still not working after that time period, try something different. Yeah. But yeah, meditation and yoga the first few times was not for me. Uh, I thought it mm. wouldn't work for me, but with time I learned that it really does. And it's really essential for me to just come back into myself because a lot of what I do is looking after other people even either at home or with my friends um, with my family like a lot of what I do is I'm a giver I love giving back and I love looking after people so reminding myself to come back to myself and recentering what my values are what I need to do for myself from time to time I definitely know I need to do it more frequently uh, but that is really essential to me remembering to exercise remembering to like eat healthy like those things just have a shower yeah like literally (laughs) like like it's the minute things that you're like oh it's common sense exactly yeah that you need breathe once you grow up and you turn 18 or whatever your age is that you're an upcomer in any industry that you're in you don't have parents parenting you anymore. Mm-hmm. You need to parent yourself. So yeah. you need to be the one to remind yourself yeah. like 
if you have a session like I just spoke about with yourself, like once every six months, it's not good enough. Like you need to remind yourself constantly about these things until they become so engraved in you that they're just you're on airplane mode that's it when you're doing them yeah that's it there was an episode linda and i did a couple of months ago on uh habits of successful people mm-hmm. and a lot of the stuff that you mentioned we t- we talked about and it is it's, it's habits you do something i don't know what the statistic is it might be 10 times three times i don't know but you do something a certain amount of times it becomes a habit and it's 66 does. days yeah maybe 66 days uh honestly i'm butchering it go google it someone else because i'm not doing it but <laughs> when you form that habit it gen it 100% becomes uh, a part of your daily routine and those are all the things that, you know, turn you into long-term successful because you've got a good sense of self, you know what your triggers are, you know what your strengths, your weaknesses are. With that said, every day we're learning. Every day we're learning a little bit more about ourselves, about ourselves yesterday, who we want to become, where we're going and mm-hmm. our paths will, will uh, ch- uh, our journeys will cross paths, they will go different directions and that's that's life and it's it's exciting and it is a journey. Yeah, 100%. I think the pitfall with the habits though is that you think you're on a roll and then you get into your slumps and you're like, oh, I just won't do it for like Mm-mm. today and then you're like tomorrow. I won't do it today. I'll just do it tomorrow. And it, you need to stick through it and have yep. the discipline to stick through them in the days that you're not feeling motivated yep. or like you want to do them so that when you go back to your good days yeah. and they will come sooner if you stick to them. That's true. Um that will be your grounding. That's it. And accountability buddies help for that stuff as well, I must mm. say. Well, Elena, other than um, sharing all of those awesome insights with what you do outside of work as well as inside of work, is there anything else that you wanted to mention uh, on this episode today? Um, remember to do some some fun things. Yeah. Like life is not all about <laughs> work. Um, as something that I need to remind myself of constantly. <laughs> yes, Elena. <laughs> <laughs> Even like doing something that fills me with passion and purpose, like the volunteering stuff, you need to remind yourself to do something fun. Like for me, it's doing my art. I was about to say, you like to do art, don't you? Yeah, Yeah. I I actually do art in like various mediums, like installation, digital art, like painting, whether it's watercolor. Whatever that creative outlet is. Whatever that creative outlet where you just like lose yourself in time with yourself, Mm. just remember to do that. Do I have that? <laughs> like, hold on a minute. Uh, yeah, no, I can't. I can't say I do. Boxing? Oh, yeah, boxing, maybe. Jiu-jitsu? Yeah, maybe. No, I don't do jujitsu anymore that much. It's too time consuming. It's too many sweaty bodies. But no, I totally agree. I think yeah, having something that's that creative outlet that lets you tap into that side of you that you don't get to do every day mm. for whatever reason is totally totally cool you know no it's working with kids I love children I love working with kids for me that that would be my it sounds weird but it's like that's the time that I get to tap into that side of me where I'm not you know mum mode I'm not professional mode I can be my inner child comes out I can just be stupid and have fun and you know sing songs with them so that's that's probably that's probably mine I would say but yeah definitely something that gives you that spark that Tasha has in her eye right now 100% I'm like I want to go I want to go swimming anyway (laughs) anyway Elena it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you and learning more about you I actually have learned a whole bunch about you in the last 22 minutes (laughs) and I've known you for a whole year so that says something you and I should probably get coffee more often (laughs) but um yeah I really appreciate you being on and hopefully no of course I'd love to have you on more in the new year 
Uh, with that said, bye for now and we'll see you all in the uh, 2023. Bye.